Is that even a real job? How to explain what it is you do so that others understand. Hey everyone, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray, and when not podcasting, you can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. I'm a mindset and performance coach working with online business owners, leaders, and other entrepreneurs. I've been saying that for three weeks now, but honestly, unless you know me and we've talked about it, you very likely have no clue what that is or what it means, and that's totally okay. I'm used to it. I'll probably fill you in in just a But first, though, let's dive into today's question for the Mindset Lab. Here we go. Hey, Heather, how do you explain to people what it is you do? I'm an online business coach for moms who want to run side businesses from their homes. I was at a party this weekend, and someone asked me if that meant I was having jewelry, Tupperware, or candle selling parties from my house. When I explained that no, I teach women how to use their experiences and skill set to sell services, someone laughed the idea that that was a real job. I wasn't really sure what to say and was wondering how you handle it. Thanks. All right, so diving in. This is a question I get asked a lot. Um, I think that the online business space is really relatively new, and we have to get over the fact that it is new to other people. We had an experience in our lives or in our businesses where we decided we wanted something new. We went out and researched, and somehow we landed on the idea of starting an online business using our own skill sets, using our own experiences to to sort of reach out and help people. That's not common in regular everyday just yet. It's still relatively new. And I think that the first thing I would offer you is not to take that so personally. Because here's the thing, like, think about how many real jobs in regular everyday that we have no clue what they are. <laughs> My poor brother-in-law, for example, he does data research for a, long, a large, like, drugstore company, like a pharmaceutical company. I have no idea what numbers he's giving them or why his company needs them. Um, and so I usually say, oh, he's the numbers guy for you know such and such company. And I have no clue what that means. And it's not personal. It doesn't mean that I don't care about him. It doesn't mean that I doubt the legitimacy of his job. But when people haven't heard of something, they do kind of question what it is, how we came to you know find out about it, and why it's important to us. Sometimes they don't say it in the nicest ways, and sometimes they're downright rude about it. But I think entrepreneurs, and I've been saying this a lot lately, so excuse me if you're hearing me repeat myself, but we're just not that special. Our problems are not unique and specific to us because we've decided that we are entrepreneurs, that we are somehow different or better or special. And because we're taking these risks, because we're going outside our comfort zones, we shouldn't be questioned about it. That, like, I think there's this expectation of automatic respect because we're dream reachers and we're going for goals. And sure, we're like reaching for the brass ring, but not everybody's going to understand that and not everybody's going to understand what it means. And so the first thing you want to do is slow yourself down and don't get offended by the question. Don't react. Don't take it personally and work on getting just a bit thicker of skin. And I have some more ideas next on specific scripts and things you can say, and we'll dive in going forward. Just hang on a sec. And we're 
we're back. Thanks for sticking with me. So as I was saying, the first step in this process is not to be offended by the question. People get to ask questions about things they don't understand. And sometimes their ignorance comes across as rudeness. But if we can slow down because we've decided that having other people understand what it is we do really is important to us, then we can have a more controlled, measured response in, into that question so that we can get the understanding that we're looking for. But the first thing that I want to ask you is how important is it to you that other people understand? I was just referencing my brother-in-law. He doesn't care that I don't know what he does. He understands that it's kind of data-driven and data isn't everybody's thing. So he just is fine with my explanation. So if you're fine with an off-the-cuff casual response, just give people the off-the-cuff casual response. But if you're talking to people who matter to you, people whose opinions are important to you, people who you hope, you know, they'll respect you once they understand what it is you do and why you do it, you have to be prepared to slow yourself down and explain it. And a good example I can give you is several years ago, I was running um, an adolescent residential treatment program, and I worked with kids who were addicted to drugs. I worked with kids who had been convicted several times for various juvenile crimes. I'd worked with kids who were no longer safe to be in the community. They weren't in lockup per se, but they needed long-term residential treatment. That isn't the type of conversation people like to have over dinner. Um, that isn't the, you know, they don't really want to know about that when they're asking you at an after work party or at a happy hour what it is you do. So I used to keep it kind of simple and say, oh, I work with kids who are kind of bombing out at home and uh, need some help getting on the right path. It was a simple sentence that didn't even begin to touch the surface of what it is I was actually doing and the impact I was actually making. But it was enough to get me, you know, through those like, you know, surface chats. But then with the people who mattered, I would say things like, I help kids who have been abused and traumatized early on in life learn better ways of moving through the world and dealing so they don't end up in jail. And I would get into the the nitty gritty of it, of why I did what I did, how I found out about it, why I believed that treatment was better than jail. And I would share the stories of kids that I, you know, had connected with, whose lives I had changed. And I would clear up and spread out the whole picture, even the dirty, nasty bits that aren't always nice to talk about, because I wanted to foster understanding. And if you want to foster understanding and you want to explain to somebody why it is that you you want moms to believe that they're capable of more than staying at home and raising kids, if you want to help moms support the income and add to the income in their family or support support their ability to build businesses while they're also raising kids, if that's a passion of yours and you really care about it, then you have to think about a way to explain that to other people so that they'll understand without expecting them to agree to it. Because here's the thing, we can 
do whatever it is we want. We get one trip around this world and we get to decide how we're going to do it. And not everyone's going to understand or agree, but you can explain yourself in a way that sits right with you. And that's easier to do when you're not taking the question so personally. So that's the next step. And then the second part is asking and asking them if they understand and getting clarification on their response. Because sometimes they just really are curious, but they don't even know the questions to ask. And if you engage them in a conversation about what it is you do, you may find that you have a captive audience They just and there was nothing to be offended about. They just needed some help and understanding. Honestly, I understand why you're asking. I get asked this question a lot. My professional foundation in my career is clinical social work. So it was pretty easy to say, oh, I'm a social worker for teens, or I work with children and families. That was a pretty general way of describing what it is I did. Later on in my career, when I transitioned and I owned a brick and mortar private therapy practice, it was really easy to say, I own a private practice, I offer mental health therapy to adults. It was pretty simple and universal and easy for people to understand. Now that I've taken my skill sets and my experiences off online and moved them from the brick and mortar to an online coaching business, and I'm using words like mindset, high performance coaching, or success coaching, that's when it gets really kind of confusing and feels like there's a lot of shades of gray. And people are a little unclear because some people, unless you're in the entrepreneurial space, may not have even heard of the word mindset or know that it can be applied to something that you can teach and help support other people in. So the way I've come to explain it is that mindset is the psychology of success. So I help people get out of their own way when they're shooting for success and find themselves getting stuck. Usually that means they have to get out of their own heads or they have to get past some fears or they have to move past reservations that are holding them back. And then I offer people who are asking examples of, oh, I helped somebody who was building a successful business pivot her business and change direction because the thing she wanted to do wasn't really making her happy. Or I help people get over the fear of failure so that they can launch their new idea and their new service product. So sometimes I'll get specific with the skill set, but other times before I even go into that long rigmarole of a conversation, I'll ask people, do you really want to know or are you just being nice because it's fine if not everyone wants to know. But sometimes people, when you're talking about something new that they haven't heard about before, they're just going to ask questions and you can engage in the conversation without being offended by the question. And then as you're talking to people, and this is kind of the bonus thing that I'm just learning over the past couple of months, as you're talking to people who've never heard of online business or as you're having conversations about what it is you do and you get questions, you can use those questions to inform yourself on how to better sell, present, represent your business. You can see the parts that aren't clear, that are kind of muddy and maybe a little confusing, and you can fine tune them. So someday when you are actually pitching the business or pitching a service or a new product, you can be completely dialed in and laser focused on who you are, what you do, how you help 
help and how you serve. Because those are the like PowerPoints that we need in those conversations. And usually that's when it starts to escape us and go, oh, I don't know what it is I do, or I don't know why somebody would want to buy my product. But if you can say quickly, like, I know a lot of moms who are feeling bored and disinterested with their lives. They love raising kids, but they don't get to use their intellect and they don't get to feel like they're, you know, sort of intellectual muscles are working. I help them like tune into that and use their skill sets and experiences to build businesses. Like that was just a crap way of describing that. Like you can see I chirped over my words, right? But you, if you get practice at having that and having that conversation out loud with people, it'll become more easy. And then that's how to sell without selling. Cause then you're just being conversational. You're building relationships and you're including people in that process. So I hope that this answer helps. My best advice is to not take the question personally, to understand that not everyone will get it. And just because people disagree, are offended by the notion, or don't get it, isn't a reason to stop. And that's not where you should ultimately be putting your focus. You need to focus on yourself and what it is you think. And if you're struggling with this and you're trying to figure out what your next steps are, you might benefit from an ebook I wrote a while ago. So give it a check out. It's, it's totally free. But if you head over to choose to have it all.com forward slash guide, you'll find a little ebook that there that I created that gives you kind of the, the first steps to like to examine yourself, your life, and your happiness if you yourself are realizing you're not happy and you'd like to be feeling better. So give that a check and it, hopefully you'll find some interest there. Thanks so much and I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye.